Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week two, day five of our study of Esther. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Esther 2, 19 through 23. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you pray with me before we could start it today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. We want to encounter you through your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump back into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Esther chapter 2, starting in verse 19. When the virgins were assembled a second time, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. But Esther had kept secret her family background and nationality, just as Mordecai had told her to do so, for she continued to follow Mordecai's instructions as she had done when he was bringing her up. So Mordecai has continued to reiterate to Esther, now that she's queen, right? She's queen, and all of these people, apparently... What I get from this is that the king, he's going to take Esther now that she's queen and all of the rest of the young women and maybe show them off before the nation or, or, or something. But there's some happening going on with this. And so Mordecai is there when this event is taking place, where the, the Bible is pointing out to us that this was a big event probably separate from the big banquet and all of the stuff that the king did for Esther. Mordecai is there sitting at the gate. <clears throat> now, we don't know. We're not told exactly what Mordecai does. Uh, in, in Jewish tradition, someone who sat at the gate like this would have been potentially like a lower level judge. Um, you would come to the city, right? The, the cities were the safe places and the people that worked the fields and, and out in the countryside, they would come to the city and they needed something adjudicated. Very often, like what we would consider a, a lower court uh, judge would be sitting there at the gate waiting to hear any problems that are coming up. It's very possible that this is the same kind of situation and that Mordecai is some kind of lower tier judge, or maybe he's a gatekeeper. He he seems to have some official capacity here at the palace, which is probably why he's in this city in the first place. This is very much an ivory tower city in, in the, the landscape of Persia. And so for him to be there, he's probably got to have some kind of reason like that. <clears throat> Most people that tell the story of, of Esther, they kind of take this and, and assume that Mordecai was some kind of an official, some somebody on the government payroll doing something here. And that's why he's always sitting at the gate. And that, that makes a lot of sense. There's he's, he's probably involved somehow. We just don't know exactly how. Uh, but he's going to go up and rank pretty quick here over the next few months at least. But he's told her, do not tell anyone that you're a Jew. Don't tell anybody. And, and this is, again, I think goes to Mordecai's wisdom. He understands what's going on in, in the kingdom, in the capital city. He understands the kind of the, the back room, smoke-filled, you know, cabal-like things that are going on. People, there's a lot of talk these days about conspiracy theories, right? And people kind of put down people that come up with conspiracy theories and, and, and say that they're, they're crazy. In truth, 
conspiracy, cons- what separates a conspiracy theory from an actual conspiracy is a conspiracy theory is someone imagining something that they really don't have any knowledge of happening, right? When I just think, well, there's this secret cabal of people and they're running my life this or this way, right? But I don't have any information. I don't have any data points. I just feel like that's happening. That's a conspiracy theory. If you happen to know that there's a cabal of people sitting in these, you know, dark back rooms, smoke-filled rooms where they're trying to control your life, <clears throat> that's not a conspiracy theory. That's a real conspiracy. And the problem with humanity is we've always got people making up conspiracy theories, like they don't have any data points. <clears throat> but there's also always people conspiring to do things, conspiring to control other people's lives. There really are. The issue is most of the time, the conspiracy theories involve way too many people and much, much too much time, right? If you've got more than three people in your conspiracy theory and it lasts more than a month, it falls apart because people can't keep secrets that well. They just, they, re- they are really bad at that, <clears throat> but people are always conspiring together. There's always back rooms. There's always those, those things going on. And Mordecai is there. He's in the midst of that. And he's got a sense of the conversations that are going on. He's obviously not in those back rooms. He's not in those conversations, but he's there at the gate and he's hearing the conversations of people as they're passing. He's getting a, a, a clue of the conspiracies that are going on, the legitimate conspiracies. Again, he's the one that uncovered the actual conspiracy to kill the king. <clears throat> That's He saved the king's life, and this is going <laughs> to come back to save his very shortly. But all of this is very real, and these things still happen today. There really are constantly. I mean, this is, happens at every level. If you've been involved in businesses where you've been at high levels or you've talked to people at high levels— People are always conspiring together. Now, it might not be necessarily nefarious, but when you're making your business plans and you've got the executives together and they're working these things out and they're reading the lay of the land and figuring out what this company's doing, what this company's doing, those executives, they're conspiring together to form a plan. That's just how life works. That's how people work. But Mordecai, he understands, right, that this whole thing that, that you know, Haman is, is going to do uh, and is setting out to do, he understands what's coming. And he's told her, do not tell anyone that you're a Jew. <clears throat> I think at this point it's very wise. Verse 21. During the time Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, Bigthana and Teresh, Two of the king's officers who guarded the doorway became angry and conspired to assassinate King Xerxes. But Mordecai found out about the plot and told Queen Esther, who in turn reported it to the king, giving credit to Mordecai. And when the report was investigated and found to be true, the two officials were impaled on poles. All this was recorded in the book of the annals in the presence of the king. Okay, so again, conspiracy theories are when you're just making stuff up in your own mind about things that may or may not be happening. Conspiracies are when people are actually conspiring together to do a thing. Conspiracies are going on all of the time. These two guys have conspired together because they have access to go ahead and assassinate the king. Mordecai hears about it 
<clears throat> he's not up for assassinating the king. He must think that Xerxes Ahasuerus is a decent king, so he's not up for this. He's loyal to the king, and so he tattles on them. He finds out about it, tells Esther, says, Esther, tell your husband uh, these guys are going to kill him unless he you know, does something about it. And I like how they don't just take Mordecai's word for it. They don't take Esther's word for it. They look into it. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is very true. There's an investigation that goes on and, and it's, it's very true. Mordecai has got a beat on all of the dark back rooms, smoke filled rooms where the conspiracies, the actual conspiracies are taking place. <coughs> Excuse me. And he knows there's a big conspiracy rumbling. He knows about the big one. And the big one is bad. The big one is real. And the big one is going to take shape very soon. He's probably told Esther about the conspiracy. Maybe he hadn't told her about the conspiracy. He just told her, don't, don't tell anyone you're a Jew. But I think he knew. I think he knew the same way he knew this thing. This book keeps dropping us hints that Mordecai is paying attention. The Mordecai is in the presence of all of these people and he's paying attention. <clears throat> that doesn't give us license to come up with all sorts of conspiracy theories, but we shouldn't call every thing that we hear about that sounds like a conspiracy theory, a conspiracy theory. It could be legitimate conspiracies. It could be legitimate things going on. Now, when people try to keep secrets, right, and you've got more than a handful of people over a period of time, <clears throat> people are really bad at keeping secrets for a long period of time, especially if they're doing something bad. If they're doing something nefarious, it's hard to keep a secret for an extended period of time. If they think they're doing something good, if it's like a forgotten country kind of thing, <clears throat> you can keep those secrets amongst a larger group of people for a longer period of time. But if those things ever turn out to, to work out bad, if, if things go bad in those situations, people talk. So anytime, anytime someone comes to me with a conspiracy, <clears throat> whether it's like there's a hundred people or a thousand people and it's been going on for years, no, no, that didn't happen. Not possible. People talk, people talk. You can't, you can't keep that kind of stuff under wraps, but there's, all the time where two, three, even 10 people with good intentions, they think they're doing the right thing <clears throat> for some short period of time before things go sideways. They can keep those secrets for a period of time, but not forever, not forever. And the, the more people you've got, uh, the longer you're doing it, the conspiracy comes out. Mordecai is hearing some of these conspiracies, some of this talk, and very shortly a man is going to get promoted who's probably at the center of these conspiracies and he's going to make it come to life. These conspiracies are not going to be conspiracies any longer. They're going to become law. And that's one of the things behind conspiracies is that they just don't last very long. They either become true, they happen, the guys assassinated the king or they get caught or someone talks, someone finds out. As it turned out, two guys <clears throat> conspiring couldn't help but talk too much, right? And those two guys, they couldn't keep a secret between themselves long enough for Mordecai to, not to find out. And that's just how things go. But the big one, the one that Mordecai is worried about, we're going to read about that in the next chapter.
for the 10-Week Bible Study. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.